to another episode of Just Jay the Podcast. This is going to be our Halloween special because, first of all, I love Halloween. If you didn't know, now you know. And it's not because orange is the main color, I promise. But I love Halloween because I know a lot of people don't celebrate Halloween. My dad actually does not celebrate Halloween. But I like Halloween because you get to dress up as different things. Like, you can, you know, like, be somebody else for the night or for the day and get some candy. And I love candy, but, like, yeah. I just, I don't know. I love Halloween. I love dressing up. Last year, I was Velma from Scooby-Doo because, bitch, I don't know if y'all knew, but I am blind as a motherfucker just like her. So, yeah, that was who I chose. And this year, are y'all ready to find out who I'm going to be? I'm going to be Jessie from Toy Story. Tell me that's not so cute. I'm going to body it. I don't know why. I'm feeling a little sick, but I hope I'm not getting sick because I'm supposed to go on vacation tomorrow. Ooh, I wasn't supposed to say that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Hold on. I've been drinking tea a lot because when I was younger, my dad used to, if you're not watching the um, YouTube video and just listening to the audio, I just took a nice sip of my wonderful hot tea and I'm going to encourage everybody to start drinking tea. It doesn't make you old. It doesn't mean you have to be sick. Tea is good for you. I got some, um, bitch, the tea that I had last night was so good. I had mango ginger and then I put some sleepy time tea in that motherfucker. Ooh, I was it was it hit <laughs> it really hit oh my god it was so good but today I have um, mango ginger which is supposed to help with uh, digestion health digestion and then I have sweet man uh, sweet tangerine can I talk today what the fuck I have sweet tangerine and that's supposed to promote um, positive energy and elevated mood I I've been drinking this for a good five days now for sure trying to see if it really really work or if it's just you know bullshit this shit really hit but <laughs> I'm going on vacation tomorrow. I'm going to be there for the next week. Um, I'm going to Georgia again. Haha, <laughs> cats on the bag. Um, yeah, I... <sighs> Let me just tell y'all. I need a vacation. That's one thing I'm going to say, okay? With school, my personal life, my family life, working, this podcast, I need a vacation in a place that I didn't want to do... I like to travel by myself. I'm traveling again by myself. But I wanted to do a place that was familiar familiar to me and that I knew my people was gonna be looking forward to seeing me. And yeah, so I'm going to Georgia because y'all know that's my escape. And also though, y'all are gonna love this. When I'm out there, I'm gonna do one day of podcasting, one. I'm gonna be there for like a week. So I'm gonna do one day of podcasting and then after that I'm done. We're going to party till the wheels fall off. But <laughs> I'm going to do one day of podcasting. And the person that I'm going to be collaborating with, ooh, I'm so excited. He was supposed to be actually on season three. But things happened, schedule conflicts, shit fell through, didn't happen. But I'm on his ass. I'm on it. I'm on it. And everything is already set in motion. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go out there and at least do a little bit of work and come back with a collab for y'all. So And it's going to be somebody from Atlanta and Atlanta artist. That's gonna be super good. Um, he's also one of my good friends, um, somebody that really supports me, somebody that I really support. So I'm excited for it. Um, I was about to say that we haven't met before, but we have met in person actually. Because um, I have a lot of a lot of people. So, bro, Quay Billions. When we recorded that episode, that was my first time meeting him. We had been interacting on social media forever, but that was my first time meeting him, and it was so good. I love that episode. I cannot thank Quay Billions enough for everything that he has done for my show, but <laughs> neither here nor there. But this is gonna be good. He has a really, really um, 
amazing following that he's grown by himself with consistency and hard work and this is somebody that I look up to even though we do different things and we're in two different lanes for real this is somebody that I look up to because he really putting in the work and trying to really grind to be better so I cannot wait for y'all to see that one it's gonna be super good I'm also gonna try to do another Atlanta uh, vlog like I did last time I think the last one was really good um I'm gonna try to I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna get right I'm gonna get right I I want y'all to see what I do when I'm out there. I want y'all to see the whole day that I'm going to be doing my podcast. I'm going to record all of that. I'm going to record everybody that I'm going to be kicking it with. My friends, my family, because I got some family members out there that I'm going to be linking up with. So I'm going to give y'all an Atlanta vlog number part two. So look out for that. Um, I'm not sure if I'm going to cancel next week's episode. Because this, like I said, this is going to be the Halloween special. Um, but I'm not sure if I'm going to... I'm not going to cancel next week's episode. I think I'm just going to have the Atlanta vlog for next week's episode. Because I I know when I come back, I am not going to be in the space to want to record after I just come, came back. It, it's just going to be a lot for me. So I probably will just put out the Atlanta vlog and just call it a day. But um, so yeah, next week after this, don't be looking for an episode because it may not happen. I have an episode though that I, I want to put out. But only thing is the lighting is kind of shitty and it's like... I don't know why because I, I always record in here but it's me and another person and the lighting is kind of shitty but I don't know if I want to put it out yet just because of the quality but it's a good conversation so I may have to just say fuck it and just do it but we'll see um so yeah I'm gonna be on vacation I'm gonna just take some time to myself just take I think this is something I learned and I know I say this all the time when I talk about me traveling get on a plane and go it, I don't care if it's by yourself. I don't care if you are a little nervous to travel by yourself. Baby, do it. Like, me? Bro, how many times have I been to Atlanta by myself? Literally, I have no problem getting on a flight and going anywhere by myself. I, I have no problem doing it. I got me a nice Airbnb, a nice little car. I'm going to be chilling. And I also feel like I said this in, I said this in my first Atlanta vlog. Um, when I go out there and I be having my, my rental and my little Airbnb, I be feeling like I'm living in a whole different life. Like... It just gives me a whole different, it gives me an excuse to be somebody else for, for a couple days, you know what I'm saying? So, I love to travel. Um, I'm very excited for this because I know, like, I'm just going to feel so good and I'm going to get some good sleep. I'm going to eat some good food. I'm going to hang out with some really dope people. If I could, this is what I've been saying every day leading up to this trip. If I could uproot everybody that lives in Atlanta that I love, right? All my friends, my family, everybody. If I could literally uproot them and make them live in New York for the rest of the duration that I am here and then uproot their ass and put them back, that's what I would do. Because I just, I love, oh my God. The connections that I have made, and I keep saying this, bro, every time I go to Atlanta, I meet somebody new. Like, I have so many friends down there. I have so many people that love me. I have so many, I also have a lot of, not a lot, but I also have some family members down there that's like, I'm my uncle is down there who is my Taurus twin. He's born two days before me. He's also he's obviously older than me, but we two days apart. That's my twin. I'm going to see him for sure. I got um, some cousins down there that I'm about to see who I'm super excited to see because I haven't seen them since I was, like, little. But it's going to be super fun. Like, I'm going to have a good time. But, yeah, child, that's my... That's what's about to happen for me. I'm about to spend Halloween in the A, okay? I'm about to be dressed like Jesse. I wish... I'm a... I said I was doing the vlog, right? I'm gonna get some videos. I'm gonna get some videos, and I'm, it's this vlog right here, though, is gonna be so much better because I'm gonna be on it. But 
so this episode i got some things that i want to talk about i got some really important things that i want to talk about actually and i know you guys are gonna love this because you guys love everything that i do first of all let's talk about last week's episode last week's episode was called a safe space for men and i have been saying that i wanted to grow my male audience right because i am for the girls but i am for the boys too okay <laughs> like i am here for it the amount of love that I got from all the guys on last week's episode kind of blew me away. I ain't gonna lie to you. I was like, whoa, I am so happy that my message was received well. I'm so happy that, you know, guys actually felt hurt and guys actually, I had a lot of niggas hit me up or even in the comments on the video were like, yo, like, this is dope. Like, keep doing more of this. Like, this is so good. Thanks for speaking up for us. I was like, wow. It felt really good so yeah i am for everybody i'm happy i'm growing my audience in both genders because i've i literally always said like i want more male presence and i think that that video or that topic and that episode was just a good way for me to start because they fucked with it and it was i ain't say not one lie so i mean you know but shout out to the men i fuck with y'all this is a safe place for you just jay loves you just jay thinks you're so powerful so strong so amazing in everything that you do so if you're a man out there and you're struggling with something doesn't matter what it is just know you're gonna get through it that's all i gotta say for the girls too the girls gonna be straight okay listen to me no i'm telling i'm just kidding but yeah i'm so happy that i got the reaction that i wanted from last week's episode i think it was really weird also i had some guy comment on my youtube page and now listen what i've learned with this podcast thing I'm opening my life and my voice up to everybody. Social media is a crazy tool. You're going to be, you're going to pop up on people's For You page or on their timeline. And you might not even know these people. They might be in a different country. I've grown to respect that. I've grown to understand other people's opinions and not be so on the defense when people comment things that I don't agree with, right? So on my YouTube video, he commented, um, real men don't need a safe space. We look at the world differently. I said, what did I say? I said, there's nothing wrong with a man needing a, a safe space to feel comfortable in and be vulnerable. You missed the point, but it's okay. Cause you, it went right over your head. Like, what are you talking about? But then he commented back and he was like, if you want me to explain further, I will. No, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. Because you are trying to contradict the positive energy that I'm putting out. And I don't need that shit. So, no thanks, but cool. I'm happy you watched it. I'm happy you know. Honestly, I've always said this. Whether you disagree or agree with me or not, the fact that I even sparked a thought in your head means I did my job. That's all I'm here to do. That's all I'm here to do. I'm all, all I want to do is make you think and, you know, think about things differently and hear from a woman's perspective. That's all I'm trying to do. Why did I spark a thought in your head or I make you, you know, I make you feel something with what I'm saying? I did my job. I ain't here to please everybody. I'm here to make you feel shit and think about shit differently. That's all. But now let's get into the real tea. So recently, uh, I think this was a couple weeks ago, I did an interview with Wrecked Rhea, who I spoke about her, I think, on episode five, I believe, when I was talking about um, the woman Poison Rose that I met at the concert and just me interacting with her. And then I met Rhea through her. So I was talking about that. That was right before I was about to do the episode, right? I went to her studio, first of all. She's literally 30 minutes away from me, okay? <laughs> one thing, one, hold on, one thing I say? 
women in general are running shit, but women from New York in general, Queens, Brooklyn, Bronx, all that, Long Island, we we running this. That's all I'm gonna say. That's all I'm gonna say. New York women are putting podcasting on a ma on the map, and that's I'm so proud to say that. But um, I went to her studio. It was so fire. The way she had it set up, she. She was so welcoming, like so welcoming. And I think this is something super important to say because we, both of us, when we met each other, that was our first time meeting. We have been, like I said, interacting through social media. So when I met her, I'm a hugger. I'm a hugger if I feel like your energy is gonna match mine, right? I'm a hugger if I, I pick up on positive energy because I'm a positive person. I like to meet new people. I like to be, you know, a social person. So when I seen her, we both were, I think we were about to go shake each other's hands or whatever. And we both literally at the same time were like, you know what, I'm a hugger. So, and we literally hugged each other. And I think that was solidification for the both of us. That's like, you know what, I fuck with her. Like, she's a hugger too. Like, cool. Because when you say that you're a hugger, some people look at you weird. You know what I'm saying? But if I want to hug you, baby, I'm going to hug you. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just what it is. But I think, I just want to talk about that entire um experience for me because seeing her studio just gave me more motivation to want to get my own and to want to be bigger and have a better space because don't get me wrong I'm so content with what I have right now like this these four walls right here do the job for me like I get my episodes out I can record with people I can do a lot of things here so I'm not rushing it nor am I tripping on it but it also just gave me motivation like damn like this is another black queen from New York doing this podcast shit and she got her own space that's beautiful that's motivation for every young podcaster out there trying to make it like and also what i thought was really really cool about us and this is also something that i've learned from her like i'm 22 she's in her 30s she's a mom like she's gone through so much more life experiences than i have right and we're still both learning like we're both still going through like perfecting our craft type shit and I think she's a little, I forgot what she said because we talked about it in the interview. This is like the best interview that I've ever done because everybody that I, that I have on my show is more than likely my friend that I know. So we'll talk about like my friends who come on here, they have, you know, they're artists or they take pictures or they sell clothes, they're in school. Like they have things to talk about, about themselves, but nobody's ever been a podcaster. I'm the only podcaster in my circle that like, you know what I'm saying? So when she was um when we were like doing the episode because she goes live every wednesday and it's literally like a live literally she sets the phone up and goes live on instagram and it's just a live thing like there's no editing there's none of that i respect that so much because like that's a lot of pressure for real but then it's also like so much easier because you don't gotta edit you don't gotta upload you don't gotta you know what i'm saying it's so easy but it's also a lot of pressure because we were talking about this like that's the only that what if one of your um guests that's supposed to be on the show with you cancels last minute and you have to go live in three hours that's kind of how we connected because she was posting about oh i need somebody to be on my episode because um i have a last minute cancellation that's how i got connected with her but it was also like she was saying like you know do you think that it's harder with your method or mine and i was like honestly it's probably harder because you have people that can cancel on you now you're stuck doing the show by yourself when you weren't originally supposed to now you've been promoting this whole time with this person and they're not gonna you know what i'm saying like it's just a lot of hassle that's why for me i think my method might be a little easier because if a person cancels on me i could just set this camera up and record by myself to talk about something totally different 
Nobody has to know. But with her, it's just like, it's, it's just more pressure. But it just made me understand the different ways that people can podcast, the different ways that people can, you know, just, do, we're doing the same thing, just totally different. And I respect it so much because it's like, we each, we both have our own separate ways of how we want to run our business. And it's so beautiful to see. And she's, I think she said that she's like two years in to podcasting. I'm one year. So like all of the knowledge that we were bouncing back and forth off of each, off of each other is coming from two totally different perspectives and experiences. And I think it's just so beautiful to see that like, no matter what age you are, no matter when you start something, you're always going to be learning and you're always going to be perfecting your craft and you're going to meet other people along the way who may do the same thing that you do in different ways and they can teach you something just like you can teach them something so it's so different and I think that it's just important to have genuine connections like that because I think there are people out here who people call them gatekeepers who like will do something and won't put anybody else on I'm not that type of person if somebody hits me up and is like yo I want to start a podcast like please help me like what where do I start what do I do I'm gonna give you as many tips as I can because I wish I had somebody that I could have turned to to ask my questions you know what I'm saying so and I'm not we like I said to Rayo we all can eat off of this like podcasting is such a diverse community because whatever I say and whatever I bring to the table is not gonna be the same thing that you say or what you bring to the table so it's just, we can all eat off of this with our different opinions and our different perspectives and our different conversations. So I think podcasting is something that is really, really beautiful. And I was just, I literally was just watching, um, whose podcast was it? I don't think I, doesn't matter. I was watching a podcast and I, bro, the man that was speaking was just so in tune with himself and he was really, he was really talking. I literally closed my phone and I was like, damn. I love podcasting. I love that you get to express yourself in the ways that you can express yourself. Even if people disagree with you, even if people don't like what you're saying, the form of expression that podcasting brings to somebody or brings to me, babe, is so beautiful. I will, bro, last, bro, oh my God. Last night, I was watching the Know For Sure podcast. Y'all know I'm very in tune with that podcast. I love it. I feel like I, this is also something that I'm, I've been learning as well. Every podcast that you listen to, you're going to take something different away. We could, I could talk about the same thing and they could talk about the same thing on the Know For Sure podcast. We could talk about the same exact topic, but the way we execute it and the way we explain ourselves and our viewpoint on it is going to be totally different. You're going to take something from me and you're going to take something from them. I love podcasting, okay? It is so, it's just such a beautiful form of expression. It's like making music, what you're just talking. I love it. I'm be here forever. No, I'm just kidding. But also, I've been watching a lot of social media has been really motivating the fuck out of me. But I seen this post. I don't remember what I was watching. I wish I could remember what I was watching because I think it was either Gillian Wallow or somebody else. But they were talking about how you're not going to really see results in your business or whatever you're trying to grow until until after like the 10 year mark. And they asked, are you willing to make slow progress for 10 years straight in order to really blow up and get to where you're trying to go? That's an amazing question because I feel like people, people either want success overnight or they quit too early because they're not getting what they want out of it. And then right before they, right when they quit, 
that next chapter that they had to get over is when they win. That's their winning season. But they don't give themselves that opportunity because they they impatient. Me? I'm getting this shit out the mug. I'm doing everything by myself. I am the editor. I am the creator. I'm the CEO. I am the host. I am the a person in charge of getting guests. I'm the person in charge of the merch. I'm the person in charge of the supplies, of the materials, of the fucking equipment, everything. I wear all the hats. This ain't really giving me, this ain't really bringing me no, no serious real financial gain right now because like I said, I'm getting it out the mud. I'm only one year in. So I'm gonna tell you right now, I'm cool doing the next 10 years of my life doing this shit and busting my ass to get to my winning season. I'm totally cool with that. What? And first of all, when you when you have the ability to say that you 10 years into something, you got a lot of knowledge, you got a lot of fucking experience that people just starting out cannot have or do not have. When you first start something, like I said on my last season, the first year of you doing something, it's never gonna be professional, never gonna be all the way how you want it to be. It's never gonna be perfect, it's impossible. You're just learning, you're just figuring it out. So if I gotta wait 10 years to really be who I want to be in the podcast game, I will fucking do that shit, bro. Because it's so worth it. The things, the the beneficial, the benefits that I get from this, like expressing myself, meeting new people, getting my voice heard. People people respect me. People look up to me because they're like, you know, she, she know what the fuck she's talking about. She know what she want to do in this world. And I think this is a part of my purpose for real. I think, yes, it may all be one thing that you're set to do in this life in many different ways. For me, going to school, um, becoming somebody important in the criminal justice system, and then I think me going to school and becoming somebody important in the criminal justice system is 100% what I'm set out to do, but I have to go through school to do that. Podcasting right now is my way of really fulfilling my purpose still because I'm talking about how I feel, talking about the experiences that I've been through, and I'm still going to school. I'm still working my ass off to get to, to, get to my ultimate goal. But podcasting just happens to be a different lane for me that I'm fucking with that I know I'm fulfilling my purpose by doing. So, I'm just saying. Billy and Wallow um, are two male podcasters who run the million dollars, million dollar worth of game. Is that what it's called? Million dollar worth of game, I think it's called. I think that's their podcast name. They are, first of all, let's talk about them because I think, I'm, listen. I'm going to just say this, and I know I'm going to get a lot of fucking, uh, I know not, not too many people are going to agree with me, but I think there's a lot of men out here who have access to podcasts and microphones who should not. I think there's a lot of men who are using this as a way to stroke their ego and talk, either talk down on women because you, first of all, I will not forget about that Fresh and Fit podcast where they said they didn't like black women and their mamas was black. I cannot get over that. I will never let it go. I will never let it go because that was foul as fuck. That was when I knew we got guys out here speaking on podcasts and they ain't speaking about nothing. I don't like that. I don't like that at all because you got people like Gillian Wallow who's really getting on here and talking about real life shit, who's really been through some real life shit and trying to really make a difference in people's lives. I think there needs to be more male podcasts like Gillian Wallow because they, first of all, they're older, they're super educated. 
on everything that they talk about, they got some facts behind it, whether it's real life experience or what the fuck they've learned. They have an amazing testimony. They know their purpose and they really want to fucking help people. And their show is pretty fucking dope. I'm not even gonna lie to you. They just signed a hundred million dollar deal with Barstools over the past week. Can we talk about that? Like, but when I seen the video of them signing their fucking deal, I almost cried. That was the most beautiful video I've probably ever watched in my life because there was a video that I found on Twitter also from five years ago of Wallow. He had just got out of prison and he had a thousand dollars spread out on the bed, right? And he had his book with like all of his business plans in it. And he was like, listen, I just got out of prison this Saturday. I'm gonna take this a hundred, I'm gonna take this a thousand dollars and I'm gonna turn it to a hundred K. Then I'm gonna turn that hundred K into a hundred million. He literally spoke his life into existence. Do you know how blown away, do you know how as a podcaster, how fucking motivating that is? That was only five years ago. And they literally just signed a hundred million dollars. That is so inspirational, bro. That's why I say the power and importance of manifesting and speaking your life into existence is so important. Like, I, listen, my life has shown me that manifestation and believing in the things that you want to do is super, super important because that shit will really happen. Law of attraction and uh, manifestation are super real. Don't sleep on them. But you also have to be mindful and careful of what you are manifesting because just like you can manifest good, you can also manifest bad. So the negative things that you are, you know, fixated on or keep focusing on, they could manifest themselves into being real life. Be careful about what you are actually manifesting because not everything that you manifest is going to be good. Some of the things that you negatively manifest are going to happen to you and you're going to be like, whoa, shit. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I know for a fact. But speaking everything into existence, I say this. I I am a firm believer in vision boards. I'm a firm believer in manifesting. I'm a firm believer in writing down the goals that you want and checking them off as you go. I have... In this book right here, this is my podcast book, right? I'm gonna show y'all. This is my podcast book. It's orange, clearly, we knew. In this book, right, I have my the accomplishments that I created. Y'all can't really see it, but this says my first first year of just year accomplishments. This is all the accomplishments that I have created before I reached a year, right? And this list is immaculate. It's crazy. Never thought it was gonna happen, right? I have a list of collabs that I wanna do. This list is pretty, really long. This is a lot of people. I have really gotten through a lot of these people already without even really, it, and shit just happens. Sometimes people hit me up and just like, yo, like let's record, let's do it. And they happen to be on my list. Baby, yeah, right? Hold on. That's why I think it's super, super important to write down everything that you wanna do, right? This. This, I also have, I have a podcast list of goals and then I have a personal list of goals for myself. This is my list of girl, goals, right? I wrote this in the beginning of the year. I have been able to check off about three of these things. And it's like, at certain points, you forget what you even wrote on your list of things that you wanted to accomplish in the beginning of the year. And then when you look back to it and you in the middle of the year, it's like, whoa, I really did that shit. And I had, I totally forgot that I wrote it down, bro. Write everything down. Buy you a notebook just like this. 
I'm the queen of writing. I'm the queen of organization. Get you a notebook just like this. If you Again, if you're not watching a, a YouTube video, just get you a spiral notebook, baby. It doesn't have to be special. I think this shit cost me like $2. But get you a notebook and write. First of all, write down your goals. Write down how you feel every day. Write down everything that is going to make you be a better person. I am a firm believer in... I think that the power of the tongue is very, very powerful. So everything that you say is very, very important, good and bad, because you can be speaking a lot of life into your life. The power of tongue is really important, but physically writing things down takes it to a higher level because you actually have that shit on paper. Man, people don't really, I don't think people take it as seriously as they should. Write shit down, literally. Don't just write it in your notes. Don't just think about it. Write it down, <laughs> write it down on a piece of paper, write it. I'm telling you, write it. I'm telling you, it's almost like, this is how I, this is how I like to describe it to people. When you write this shit on the paper, it has the ability to get up off the page and become your reality. That's how I look at it. Write it down, write whatever you want to happen in your life, write it down and look back at that shit maybe two or three years later and be like, whoa, like I'm hella close to accomplishing this. I accomplished all this, you'll see. I ain't, I ain't never told one thing. If you if you're a TikToker, you know exactly what I'm gonna say. I ain't never told you a lie. What was I say? I don't know the saying, but you know what the fuck I'm talking about. Y'all know what I'm talking about. But yeah, it's important to speak speak the things that you want into existence. I think this is something that um, the record Reyes show taught me a whole lot it, the the importance of building imp uh, good impressions or not even building good impressions the importance of when you first meet somebody right when you first meet somebody I think it's important for us to really leave a lasting impression right when people meet me and I don't know this is, is probably because I'm just an amazing person but when people meet me they say like I can feel your genuine heart I can feel that you care about things differently I don't know what in my aura or in my energy projects that, but I'm happy it does because that's totally true. I think impressions are important because that'll tell you everything that you need to know about a person seriously when you first meet them. I think when I first meet somebody, I can tell whether or not I'm gonna fuck with you ever again. I can tell whether or not we gonna get along. I can tell whether or not your energy, you know, clashes or not with mine. I can tell a lot about a person off that first impression so that shit is so important and I think when I meet people and when I show up for things and like I know I'm gonna meet new people I want to be my most pleasant positive self even if I'm having a bad shitty day if you know that you're about to enter a room that could literally open doors for you bring your best self leave that negative shit in the car and walk in there with your head high and do what the fuck you came there to do I think for me when I met Rhea it was immediately it was like nah I fuck with her I think that's so I'm I pick up my pick up on energy very very well so like when I met her I was like you know what I fuck with her like we hugged as soon as I op as soon as she opened the door and I think leaving a good impression on people and we talked about this on her show she was like nah like I think it's important for people to have leave good impressions on people because that lets you know like that has the ability to build connections for you because if I leave a good impression on her, she will speak about me positively to other people and then they'll want to meet me and they'll want to connect with me. So it's like, you have to be mindful of how you show up to things because that could put you in position to build new connections, meet new people. People will remember you a specific way. 
I think I like I think like to look at it this way. I like to rem be remembered as somebody that brought a ray of light to the room. I like to be remembered as somebody that was super positive that people felt like they could relate to. That's how I like to be remembered. But and then I could also lead you to build great friendships. Me and Ray is locked in like for sure. She is very, very cool. She's an amazing person. I think she is super talented. She's a Pisces queen who I love Pisces. Oh my goodness. Especially Pisces women. They are so fucking fire. But she definitely taught me a lot about like, you know, just trying to show up for yourself and allow other people to, you know, leave. I, I, I always want people to leave the interaction with me feeling good. I want them to leave the interaction with me learning something different. Like I want them to be like, damn, like that girl showed up and showed out. Like she knew exactly what the fuck she was talking about. She knew what she came here to do, all that. And I think that also ties into the importance of representation. I think one thing this podcast has taught me for real is to always be prepared. One thing I'm going to do, I got, I, baby, I got about 1,100 business cards in my pocket and I got about 1,600 pens. Anywhere that I go, I am ready. I will hit you with a pen and a business card and tell you to go about your business. And <laughs> listen, that was the first thing she said on the show when we went live. She said, because I pulled up with business cards and pens for her. I said, she said, um, this is one thing I love about Jay. She pulled up ready with the business cards, the pens, the stickers. I'm going to let you know that I'm not here to play. My business card, hold on, let me show y'all. Cause I got them right here. I got a business card and a pen, hold up. This is my business card. These are outdated, but these are from season one. I'm on season five now, but this is my pen. My pen is super simple, but it's very, very bright. And it says, just Jay Real Talk. It's literally just my logo, nothing else. Super, super bright because I wanted people to, first of all, when you look at it, you know you know who it belongs to. Hello. I mean, we orange out to the T right here. But when you look at it, you know who's, who it belongs to and it's very bright, so it's always going to stand out. Do anything. If you're trying to run a business, if you're trying to promote yourself, get a business card. You don't even got to do the, all the pen shit. I'm just a little extra. But get a business card. Put your logo on it. My business card has my logo on the front. And then it also has my season one episodes. I think it's episodes one through eight and so it's available on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It's not updated because it should say Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. But it's okay because you can still reach me. It has my Instagram on the front. It has all my platforms on the front. So, and it's still me, you feel me? So get you a business card. Business cards are super, super, super important. And I think one thing about me, no matter what, I bet you I'll always have a business card on me. I bet you I'll always have a pen on, have a pen on me. You never know who you're going to meet. You never know who you want to remember you. And that business card is going to be people's way of really, really remembering you. Also, a little business tip. When you're picking your business cards, right? For me, actually, my dad helped me a lot with this. My dad is a graphic designer. He made my business cards, my pens. He made my entire logo by himself, all of that. My business card is a little bigger than your average business card. Average business card is probably like half the size, probably like right here, right? Literally this little square right here. Mine is so big because I want you to see this shit laying down and be like, damn, who is this? Like, what is this? Size matters. Depending on what you're promoting, if you're, let's say if you're an accountant or something, yeah, maybe you want to have a little small business card because you know, you know, you know what I'm saying? You're an accountant, nothing too crazy. Me, on the other hand, I don't, I'm promoting something different. I want my shit to be different. I want people to remember it. So when you see this big ass card with my face on it, you know who it belongs to and you know, wow, this is different. This is fire. This is cool. My logo is on it twice. It's right here and it's right here. 
baby, <laughs> at the end of the day, you know who this shit belongs to. That's the main point. My Instagram is on it right here, right in the front, right on the bottom. My, the platforms that I'm on, available on Apple Podcasts and Spotify on the front and on the back on the bottom. It's all about representation. I want you, no matter which way you're looking at this card, I want you to know, okay, whose business in it is it? What is the logo? Right here, right here. Okay, how do I reach them? Immediately right here. What platforms are they on? Immediately right here and right here. You gotta have a strategy. You gotta have a strategy. You gotta wanna be different and you gotta really put in the work to do it. This business card is probably one of my greatest creations because I give these shits out all the time. Everybody in my family has them. There's, I have millions of them. I've given out probably over a thousand of them at this point. My pens, this is another thing. My pens are so bright and I feel like what I've done a really, really got good job of doing is color association. When you see these, when you see these two things, they're orange, you're automatically gonna think of me. When you see this logo, my face is in my logo. So, and I think that's also another smart thing that my dad decided to do was put my face in the logo because you could see Just Jay and not know who, who it is or not know who's behind it. But you see my face, so you know exactly who it is. My pens, they're so bright. When you, let's say you have, I can't even give you an example because I have a whole bucket of these pens, but let's say you got mad black pens, right? And you got this one orange pen in the bunch. You gonna pick up this one orange pen because it's bright as fuck, okay? Looks cool. And it's a simple fucking pen, but it gets the job done. I think when you're trying to do promotional items and you're trying to, you know, start your business or whatever you're trying to do, make sure you get those promotional items down because word of mouth is everything. But when you tell somebody about your business, right, or when you explain it about that, explain it to them, you also want to follow it up with, here, here's a business card so you can remember me. Because they might... They may remember you off of based off the verbal conversation that you gave them, but if you give them a business card or give them a, a promoter, promotional item to steal the deal, they really gonna remember you. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I, they don't call me the CEO for nothing. <laughs> when you're starting a business, make sure you have something that people can remember you by. Something that people can directly associate with you. Mine happens to be orange or butterflies, for example. Butterflies are also a thing that are... There's a butterfly in my logo and on my business cards, there's a huge butterfly right here. Everything is strategic, everything. Because one thing about me, you gonna know that I'm the girl that knows what she's talking about, she knows what she's promoting, and she's sure of what the fuck she's selling. I'm just saying, you better know your product better than anybody else. What, that's one thing you can never say about me. Nobody ever could tell you, nobody could tell you about my podcast better than me, nobody. Bet you, bet you they can't. I don't care how many episodes you watch. I run this shit, I do this shit, I promote this shit. So if anybody could do it, it's me. Also, yesterday when I went to the gym, yesterday when I went to the gym, the manager at the gym knows me. We're cool, whatever. She was like, listen, I follow your podcast. I love what you're doing. I have a friend who wants to get into podcasting. I sent her your way, just in case you get a random DM. That made me feel so good, first of all, because... With this podcasting thing and with this social media shit, you never know who sees you. You never know who is actually listening to you. Because that's, I told y'all this before, I stopped looking at the numbers. I really, I don't want to stress myself out about, oh, I only have 12 listens, I only have 30 listens, I only have, every time 
that I, or the amount, the more that I don't look at the numbers is the more they improve. So I don't be paying attention to who listens to me. I put these shits out faithfully every week, strictly for me. It's a form of expression for me. It's a form of therapy. And I really connect to the people that I'm talking to, but you never know who hears you. You never know who sees you. They say that like most of your fans are going to be people that you don't even know or people that you're not even close with like that. That is so true. You're going to get the most love from complete strangers. I have literally seen it happen. No, I would never tell you a lie. <laughs> but that shit made me feel so good. And after my workout, you, you want to know what I did? Girl, I went right to the car, got a couple of these and a couple of these. And I said, here you go. What? If you were talking about me word of mouth, here, now you got something to back it up. They don't call me the CEO for nothing. <laughs> but moral of the story, I feel like that was so many different like that just went so many different tangents and I talked about so many different things but the moral of this episode for sure is be somebody who represents themselves well be somebody who represents themselves wholeheartedly and knows exactly what it is that they bring to the table and what they are promoting to you even if you don't have nothing to promote you are your own brand your name in itself is your brand so don't let nobody fuck with that shit and don't let nobody taint your reputation by making it seem like you don't know what you're talking about. Even I don't care if you're just a student in school, you better be the best student in school and know exactly what you're studying and know exactly what you want to do with that shit. That's all I have to say though, but let me end this with a word of positivity. Um, again, I want to say thank you to all of my male listeners who really fucked with me on last episode i appreciate y'all whether y'all know like that was so beautiful to see all the men coming together and like yeah this girl knows what she's talking about she lit i love y'all i can never i can never repay y'all for that to the ladies make sure you're actually not even just to the ladies to everybody manifest speak your speak your truth and speak the things that you want into existence and literally write that shit down Write it down. I bet you when Wallow got out of prison and he was telling people that he was going to turn his $1,000 into $100 million, nobody but didn't believe him. And look what the fuck he did. Just that. So, whatever your dream is, whatever you want to do, whatever you have written down in your book of goals to do, don't let nobody discourage you. Don't let nobody make you feel like you can't do it. Oh, you just got out of prison. How you going to do that? Watch me. And work that shit. He, he just showed me and all the other podcasters out there, you can do anything that you believe. You can do anything that you work your ass off for and that you believe that you can do. I'm off it. I love y'all. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Mm -hmm.